Hello and welcome to another episode of the Not For Nothing podcast. We are coming live and direct from New York City again. So happy to have you guys with us today. I wanted to kick things off by talking about the goats of the fall season. So for me, the absolute goat of the fall season, apple picking. It's the best. Have I been apple picking yet? In my life? No. <laughs> Wait, what? I don't think I've ever been apple picking. You have never been apple picking. I've been to multiple pumpkin patches and they're underwhelming, but I like genuinely am trying to get to an apple picking situation and I haven't been and it's actually devastating me. It's like every weekend that I want to do it, I can't make it. And even at the pumpkin places, they haven't like had well, I went to whack once. Apple for Oh um, my god. It sucks so bad. I mean, I say this as if I've been so many times. I went once in mm -hmm. kindergarten. Wow. Maybe I did go when I was like a child. Yeah, like with our school, it was mm -hmm. like an outing. Um, and it was cool because I remember we had little name tags that were apple-shaped. That's so cute. So cute. Um, and then I went maybe like three, four years ago with Ava and our friend Sophia. Mm -hmm. We went upstate. I mean, upstate. Westchester. Um, upstate. <laughs> Um, and we found it was a really cool place. Okay. It was amazing. We got so many pumpkins and we got so many apples. Uh -huh. And then we made like an incredible fall feast at Ava's parents' house. Mm -hmm. we, made, we got a bunch of, um, there was also squash and shit like that. So we made like a sweet so ravioli with a pumpkin, like roasted pumpkin mm -hmm. and squash. And then we like roasted the seeds. Um, wow. And then we had like acorn squash that we like roasted. And then with the apple, we made uh, apple pie, like the, uh, like the French apple pie. Tarts. Tart -tart -tart. What's the difference? Uh, it's the top is like burnt, kind of because you flip mm. it. Mm. Um, I would say another goat of the fall season, um, apple cider donuts. Absolutely, and at a good pumpkin patch, yes, they will be making apple cider donuts. Yes, and the pumpkin patch that I did go to, they did have apple cider donuts. They have like a you know a little store yeah but like yeah i think if that's the case then you should have apples for picking those are so good and i don't love sweet drinks but i do love like a symbolic hot chocolate or a hot apple cider i had my first hot chocolate of the season recently i i love a hot chocolate sometimes it was fun i got the lucky charms hot chocolate where at the store grocery store oh like, like this oh i love Swiss that mix i have i used to have that in la on deck too because it's a really stoner snack what a hot chocolate like oh yeah exactly when you're not trying to like you had a full meal but you're yes. baked so you're like i'm still kind of hungry uh, this was like it was like a super cold morning yeah and so i nice. wasn't like my clothes weren't weather appropriate yet so i had a hot chocolate to like literally warm up oh, and i was like this is so great and i know you're not a mocha fan but sometimes i do love a mocha yeah not in my coffee it's keep it far away but i don't love like i like making at home like uh -huh. i'll put a little chocolate powder in my coffee uh-huh at like duncan and stuff it's it's too much because they, they use chocolate syrup. syrup yeah and that's just disturbing um yeah so i think that and blankets throw blankets yeah i will mm -hmm. say my favorite part of fall is like the beginning of fall when you're like going outside and stuff and your like cheeks get start getting like a little crispy. Yeah, and, rosy. And the air just like, it feels different. It like sounds different when mm -hmm. you're speaking outside. Like it does. There's just a, and like the clickety clack of your winter shoes versus yep. like your sneakers. The lemon pepper steppers. There's just something about like walking in the fall that is very different that I really enjoy. I agree. It's like, it makes a long walk so bearable. 
Whereas like in the summer when it's so hot, I, I will call an Uber. I'm sorry, I'm not doing the work. Or get in the train. Like there are times um, where I've like hopped on the bus for something I could have walked, but uh-huh. I'm like, it's so hot. And it's such like a, in New York especially, such like a sacred time because it's such a short lived season. It's so short. Like, it I'm becomes so, a winter. Like, I'm so glad I'm here, even though it's raining. And also DC, like the fall has been really nice. Like, yeah. I want to get a uh, uh, figure out how to like film while I'm driving in a safe way. Because the, the drive here was so beautiful. Really? Like, all the colors have changed. I haven't seen a fall in so long. It's so true. I really, like, have missed the fall. And this year, I feel like the leaves are leaving. Like, it's very beautiful. Although it is raining all the time. But I honestly don't mind it that much. I just, I need to buy a new raincoat because when I moved to California. I don't own an umbrella. I own one, but it stays in my car. And I uh-huh. just bought it. And so it's, it's like, it's literally for bringing like groceries to the house from the yep. car and i bought it when i first moved to dc when my sister drove up with me mm-hmm. and it was literally pouring rain and we need to so buy just shit. paper towel like toilet paper for the bathroom i'm so tired so we bought um my friend irma is such a godsend the other day i was getting my hair done and um she was picking me up after and she was she literally picked me up at the door of the hair salon with an umbrella that's so i was like you are actually a queen wait i'm realizing now okay so my mom has a bunch of umbrellas because Mm -hmm. what she does is like when she sees that people forgot their umbrella on the subway like she takes it Mm -hmm. we have talked about yeah she's and they're always broken they're always broken but like whatever it's always useful it's better than nothing but i'm realizing on my high school reunion my friend asked me for an umbrella and i brought her one she never returned I don't even think I asked for a bag. I'm trying to think when was I didn't even see her like. Oh, that was recent. Yeah, I was recent. thinking high school, but you said high school. No, like a, a weeks ago, and I'm like, wait, I don't remember. Right, it was like I know probably it's not wasn't a... raining anymore, and you're like, oh, yeah, who knows? That like my ADHD is the reason I don't own an umbrella. That's why that one in my car, like, it's only actually been used twice, and it's like it's nice. Like, I just I've when how many times do you actually buy a brand new umbrella never where i I ever have that was like because i knew literally no one and i it was pouring and it was an essential and like even the guy at the garage when i parked my car here he was like oh do you need your umbrella for the next few days and i was like no that stays there right that doesn't leave the car that's something i'd put an air tag on yeah honestly um yeah so new york has been i used to say this all the time when i lived on long island and yeah in college it would rain every fucking Tuesday. I don't know why. That's I used to think that too every Tuesday. Like it rained every Tuesday. I yeah. feel like for like whole semesters. Yeah. And like now it rains every weekend. Every Friday and Saturday. Yeah. Every single one. Uh, for the past, I think I saw on TikTok that said, yeah, I said nine or 10 out of the past 15 weeks. It was a funny TikTok that was like New York City from Monday through Friday, like. So oh yeah beautiful good. weather and then like saturday like torrential rain and it's Saturday. true i was literally driving here yesterday and from like up until like 4 p.m it was like really beautiful fall and then it was just hurricane on my way into the city but it was pouring also in the morning it's just like it was, you cannot it was catch o- a break when I'm, it was only in the city in new jersey like in dc and Del- it wow. wasn't raining it's there's this like cloud of negativity on the yep on new york right now it's so great but i do love the fall and we should get some cider donuts i'm so down I, I i'd be down for a cider donut in the summer same but i do love the experience of like going to westchester and like going to these like wannabe suburban situations that's really fun it's so cute that sounds like a lot of fun. you're like wow i could this is my alter ego like, i could see myself being a church girl 
<laughs> I don't think they could. Or do they I call could. it church girl autumn or Christian girl autumn? That's what they call it. You know, like the stereotypical flannel Uggs, like yeah, like what I wear. Big hat. But I heard that the girl who created that um, the OG photo that all like the autumn memes yeah. are made off of, I heard she's like an awesome person who's like an ally and super cool. That's so funny. Yeah, it's crazy. So big ups to her. Damn. Um. He, one thing I never understood, like, and I love pop culture. I really do. Like, it's such an escape and it's awesome just to be a part of something like larger than yourself. But one thing I could never get into was the obsession with the royal family. Same. They're not our royalty. Why like, do we give a shit? They're not a royalty. We're in a country that is so based on not pay- like, first of all, think about why the U.S. became independent. Right. Like, go back a little in history. Mm-hmm. Like, it was because they did not want the royalty. Right. So, okay, get over your obsession. It's over. Mm-hmm. We broke up. And-, and not for nothing, all of us didn't exist when that happened either. So why now? Ex- and like, we barely even remember Princess Diana. Yes, that part. And also, like, do you guys want to pay higher taxes for all of their salaries and lavish trips and jewelry? Like, the U.S. is bad enough. Yeah, you really want your taxes to be going to that and, like, to be responsible for the financial livelihood of these people. And not just livelihood, like, lavish lifestyle. Lavish. Like, I'm good. I don't think this obsession with it is, honestly, it makes me really annoyed. Like, the number of people who watched the wedding and stuff like that. Like, I just don't. I get it. Ish. If you were, if you live there, like, you know, it's a yeah, it's yeah, part totally. of the, like... It's like watching an inauguration. You know, it's like your thing, whatever. Like, it's an, I wouldn't say it's important, but it's like culturally relevant. Yeah. Here, like, what the fuck are you doing? Bro, I, I simply don't even have, and like, trust me, if you're anything but, uh, like, Protestant, white, like, that family wants nothing to do with you. Zero. Um, also, get over it. I can't even, like, it's, it, they're so irrelevant to me that I literally can't even remember the name of the two people who moved to the U.S. to, like, leave the royal family? Megan and... Harry? Harry. Okay. Because Charles Meghan is... Meghan Markle. Yeah, yeah correct, correct. Charles is there. The other one is Kate Middleton. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Megan and Harry, I also don't give a fuck about them. I'm sorry. I just don't no, understand. No, I like, feel bad for them. Uh, yeah, I'm kind like, of. There's... I kind of do, but I'm also, like... Your privilege is so insane yeah. still that I could not care less. Go live in your bubble. You're wealthy. You're going to be good for life. But that's the part where I feel bad is that they are unable to live in there. But like, I know they, they have the... such celeb support. It's unbelievable. Yes. They were like living in like other rich people's houses. Like, but like they're due to this obsession that exists in the U.S. with. Them, yes. There's this like invasion of like their privacy and obsession that I'm just like, you guys need to get over it. Like, and it's they, part two. It's like, need to this is how your mom you need to stop getting dude. I don't understand that addiction at all. Like, someone please explain it to me. Like, if you are obsessed with the royal family, like, how and why? Like, where did it start? Did you inherit it from your parents? Like, I truly wonder, like, how is that what you find entertaining? I can't think of a more boring group. I understand, for example, ish, like, for my mom and her mom, like, Princess Diana was, like, a style icon. Same. Yeah, my mom as well. People would, like, base, like, oh, this is what, like, Princess Diana had type stuff. But, like, I don't understand today, like, there's no cultural significance to anything that we do on a daily basis. Get over it. Right. And, and frankly, they're extremely boring and they dress extremely conservatively. And it's just 
it it's so boring in so many ways that like I'm just like what like it's weird. What about this makes you want to fill your time and and like mental capacity with? I am obsessed with our American royal family, the Obamas. Um, I thought you were going to say the Kardashians. Oh no, I'm that is our royal family. That I mean, maybe to you, not to me, not your president, (laughs) not my president. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. The Kardashians are kind of a royal family. They are, like objectively speaking, like they are absolutely an addiction. Yeah, that's true. And we've been watching them for decades. Like at this point, like I know more about them than I know about like close relatives. And I watch now more than I did younger. It's it's getting good. I'll be honest. I couldn't watch them. One of the recent episodes where she's like all activist and shit. Oh my god, that was the most fucking boring episode I was there like, was. This honestly hurts my soul, but dude. I'm not gonna lie. I fell asleep during that. I had to change it. I was like, we don't currently have a speaker of the house. Like, <laughs> it's so fucking performative and like, like bullshit that I'm like. I can't. There are so many activists in this country that get so little recognition, and then you're activating on behalf of your own hedge fund. Like, Which, shut no, the fuck it up. was it was really irking me in a way that I hadn't been annoyed by the show in a long time. Same, same. I'm glad we're in agreement about that. I was so mad. Still, my president, but <laughs> no. And honestly, I think Taylor Swift is up there too. We had an interesting conversation in class. Swift. Me too. But you can't deny that. She could have so much like political influence in this country at this point. Yeah. Like apparently they were doing the data on how much her uh tour generated. And it's like one of the biggest like economic boosts. Boost that has ever and I was like, this is absolutely nuts. It is wild. I'm just so well, regardless. No, no. I, I just fucking No, can't. regardless of where you stand on who she and like that obsession is absolutely crazy. Right. Um and unhinged and unhealthy. But I'm like, damn. Like, you could just decide, you could just call Taylor up. You right. could just call. Taylor could make some big change. You could call them. If you wanted something, you could get it changed. So true. Which is honestly like a case study in its own. Maybe she needs to start using her influence. For That's good. what I'm saying. I'm like, maybe we should hit her up. If you're trying to ask her, like, able- maybe you should be speaking up for cannabis justice. Yeah. I think she should, like, you know, be influenced herself to like, make that decision. But I guess. Yeah, I'm like, let me call Taylor up. <laughs> Um, don't make me call Borsha. <laughs> Speaking of Taylor, um, if you've heard of that trend, uh, Nene Leaks um, basically was just like, don't make me call Portia. And it's become a TikTok trend where people are saying like, you know, who their Portia is. So I heard someone say, don't make me call Portia. And it's like when you have a little sister who was raised by her grandmother and has bright fire red, fire truck red hair, I was just cackling because you already know that they're ready to throw hands and ready to get in your business to protect you who's your Portia when I was younger mm-hmm. it was my sister same she's tiny but mighty my younger sister was my yeah Portia, my older sure. sister was like first of all beautiful so she was like the hot girl at our school she was like Portia but also she <laughs> was like what did you say to my sister? Mm-hmm. Like, it was crazy. If I told my sister anything, like, she would be ready to go. I love an intimidation technique. And, I now, do. and now I've transferred into Sarah number two. If anything, uh-huh. I'm like, we'd go. I am your whatever. Portia. I'm like, you remember when? You're like, don't make me call there Portia. Were these influencers in LA that were like being not very nice to me. And I was telling Sarah that I like didn't really want to go to events anymore because I felt very uncomfortable. And I already have social anxiety. And it, the just like lack of respect amongst women was making me very uncomfortable. And Sarah was like, I'm going to pull up. I really like wholeheartedly wish I was there because I actually would have broken the ice and said, 
You're hey, like, what's going on over here? What's the attitude? Like, having a panic attack and like left the event to eat fries in Alyssa's car. No, but I get it because if I was there by myself too, I would feel the same way, and it's like unfair. And I think all everyone that needs a Porsche needs to stop. We need our Porsche. Everyone needs a Porsche, and I feel bad for the people who don't. And I'm very grateful that I have a Sarah or a Porsche. Porsche. Who's your Porsche? Porsche. Um, I think in many ways, my sister's still my Porsche. Wow. Yeah, she's a rider. Well, because now she has a law degree. So, so true. Like a legal Porsche. <laughs> Literally. So she she legally is my Porsche by law. Um, because like, especially if I'm, yeah, unfortunately, if I, there's a lot of people who owe me money. Yeah. Hate to say it, but there's a lot of clients that owe me money. And I've learned a little bit about how to defend myself financially. First one, shout out Andrew Ward. He told me about the, which, and I guess he was Porsche for me in this instance. Wow. Um, he told me about the New York Freelance Isn't Free Act. That's cool. And it basically is a protections for people who are freelancers who are not getting paid what they owe. Um, wow. So F you to the certain client that hasn't paid me my money for my copywriting work. That was my favorite part of being in class with all of these like government kids. Mm -hmm. And they were like, wait, what do you mean you haven't been paid by your bosses? Yep. And I was like, oh, it's so cute. You've been shielded from being a contractor in the creative canvas. So I filed a claim against them. That's so really hopefully good. it comes, it it's, can take up to three months for them to be like That's served. Good. But I let them know that they will be getting served. So they do have time to get their shit together. And if they don't, they legally bindingly have to. And according to girl math, when that money comes in, it's like extra money. Exactly. It's free. Because they've already taken the L. Yeah. It, weeks ago. So it'll be like just fun money. Exactly. So... Thanks, Portia, a.k.a. Andrew Ward. Um, thanks to your sister. And thanks to my sister for also... Thanks uh, to all sisters. Thanks to all sisters. For being our Portias. Portias around the world, we love you. Shout out to my Robert, actual friend, Portia. Robert would also be a Portia. Robert has portia for me like, as well. Robert is... Shout out, Robert. Like, he has this ability to so calmly yep. destroy you. Oh, yeah. I've seen him on Read phone calls. Filth. Like... I'm like, how did you say in so few words? Robert is definitely Portia. And like, there are a few times where shit has gone south. And like, I was like, Robert, like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, handled shit. He's like, don't worry. You just called Portia. He's like, how oh, can I help you? Me? Send this email. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, you are a magic with corporate, like. Oh, yeah. He's a true Portia. I love that. So don't make us call Portia. Yeah. Do you don't, don't want us to call us. Robert. You don't want us to call any of these Portias, honestly. Yeah, we're gonna fuck you up. Um, coming from one Porsche to another, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, trust me. My sister's in the room. Things are not gonna be chill. It's not gonna be a nice night. <laughs> Enjoy. Um, I know we teased this in an earlier episode about the worst celebrity weed brands, and mm. there are so many, a, a too lot. many. I would also say, like, what are? It's hard to say which one are the worst because i don't think any of them are good no they're not i haven't experienced a good one let's put it that way and that brings back to a conversation we had another episode about pheno hunting mm -hmm. it's because a lot of these people are cosplaying as pheno hunters when in fact they're just shopping from a distro and i think a lot of the times they're just signing a contract like i don't a licensing think deal there's no pheno hunting whatsoever it's whatever they grow in a surplus that year yeah becomes their celebrity wheat strain and what was the one you were telling me about that you were the most surprised about there's one I'm really disappointed in, right? Because yeah. this is somebody I truly look up to in comedy and somebody I truly look up to at like as a father figure from a distance. He doesn't know I exist. Maybe he will after this. And I hope he doesn't hate me for it. But I only want the best for you, Pop. It's all constructive feedback. It is. You're I got still to try celebrities. 
Yeah, I got to try Laughing Gas. It's Joey Coco Diaz's brand. Yeah. Really bad. Really bad. Really, really bad. And um, I do also want to talk about Jay-Z's brand, which... Well, what is it named? Cresco? Um, like Monogram? Oh, no, I didn't. It was pre-Monogram. Well, I heard terrible things about Monogram as well. Yeah. But, like, it's the same shit. It's all coming from Cresco, right? Yeah, and, like, the parent company. Yeah. Gross. It's all just mids. Same with Chelsea Handler. Oh, she has a weed brand? Yeah, I think she's involved with one of the, the big MSO conglomerates. I mean... I don't want to like talk shit because we have friends who are like involved in the brand too. But like, I simply don't care. Bella Thorne's is bullshit. Fuck it. I all. mean, it's glass it's Glass House and Glass House's cops. It's just never cops. forget. So it's just like okay, God, that is absolutely gross. The one that was like kind of cool was the Russ Wonder Bread. Oh, I never tried that, but I like because Wonder it was Brett, Wonder Bread, you know. Um, but that deal didn't go very well apparently, and. It, like, didn't continue. But that was, like, good because it was, like, finally, like, some high-end flower with, right. like, an artist that was, like, more fringe cool. Yeah. Um. Ugh, there was one that I saw recently that made me so mad. Who else has one these days? Mm. No one important. I think if you're a celebrity doing a weed brand and you're not, like, fully immersed in the culture, like, rethink whether or not you want to do this, why you're doing it. Um, oh, uh, Quavo, Quavo, Quavo. Oh yeah, his like I don't think really like if it ended up coming to market. I feel like it did. It did, but like I don't think for very long. Uh huh. Oh my god, I'm sorry um, guys, my allergies. Um, and I don't. Yeah, I don't think I that. Try it. That was like the impetus for this question was because we were asking ourselves like which celebrity would like if they were to hand you weed would you be like no like I don't trust that you smoke good shit like you probably smoke mint. No, and I think that I could outsmoke and, and... And Chelsea Handler, I think, would be one of them. Like, I think some... Ugh, it annoys me so much when I see all these, like, influencers and celebrities being, like, me and, like, my Jeter care package or whatever. And I'm, like, you're just literally... This is a danger to your body. Yep. And that's that on that. Um, and I think we should wrap this up by talking about the difference between cat people and dog people. It's a very important difference. It's a huge difference. I do think dog people are almost, like, more outgoing and loving. Yes, but less, like, loyal. Like, loyal, but, like, will kind of be down with anybody who gives them attention. Whereas Ooh. cat people, like, you know, you're used to these cats that are, like, finicky and that are, like, one day they're your friend, one day they're not. They'll show you attention on their terms. And, like, maybe they'll be hiding under the bed all day exactly on the day you wanted to, like, have them come play. And I think cat people are similar to cats. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. Like we like also people, change day by day. It really annoys me when I hear people be like, I can't deal with cats. Like, they're just so annoying. I think balanced people really do have one of each. One of each? Right? Or at least cats and dogs in their household. Truly balanced people. I can't imagine having a, one pet, let alone more than one. Isn't it like pets? Pets are a lot. Like, Robert and I living together, mm -hmm. and it's still his cat. Like, it was fun to be, like... And to part of the cat's life yeah but like i was in a constant worry like i think this is like a big sign of like why being a mother would scare me is because like i would wake up in the middle of the night being like is he gonna eat like the like random thing i left out on the table oh or like oh my god so like caring. if he wasn't like having a good day i'd be like oh is it because like something happened and like one time he was like sneezing a bunch of times and I literally called Robert and I was like, is Cody going to die? He wouldn't stop sneezing. Oh, 
turns out he was like allergies yeah but cats they're just like it's it's so scary because they can't communicate and it's hard to read their mind but i would actually argue that like having a pet is a good precursor to becoming a parent one day agreed but because it's like stress and anxiety was giving me made me feel like no Mm -hmm. i was like i'm not ready yet because i'm so anxious about this cat like there were times i would come home late and i'm like he's gonna be so mad Oh, it's true. And probably was mad. You remember there were times vengeful. we came back from the studio and Cody's just like screaming at us at the door. My cat screams at me. Like I try to have some boundaries in my life. So I don't let my cat in my bedroom, which yeah. is a little bit unhinged. I think a no, lot of people. I'm with that. Cody was not allowed in my bedroom, but he was allowed in Robert's. I think that like as a pet owner, you deserve the right to do that. Of course, she has plenty of space throughout the whole house. Like it's a big house, yeah. big apartment rather. So like she has plenty of space to roam around. She doesn't need to be in my bedroom. And the reason is because she truly keeps me up all goddamn night. So I can't have that. So at 7 a.m. promptly, she started screaming at my door again. And I'm just like, you win today, Gemini. You get it. You got it. Anything for Cody. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. As long as they come first. Anyway, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Not For Nothing podcast. Follow the pod at Not For Nothing pod across all platforms. Tune in for new episodes every Tuesday. We drop super early. Rate us, comment, like, Tell a friend about the pod. It all goes a long way. You can follow me at How Can I Help You? Where can they find you? And you can follow me at Natasha PRZ or Pussyweed. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.